and welcome to Weekly Weird News episode 60. It's the 60th episode spectacular. Woo! Woo! Some balloons just dropped from the ceiling, listener. Yay. <laughs> Mike's wearing a hat. <laughs> Pointy hat. That was the party poppers. Yeah. Sound like a gremlin. They were really shit party poppers. <laughs> Bloody hell. Either way, hey, 60 episodes of Weird News. Who'd have thunk it? I'm Ben. I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And this is our sideshow. Weekly Weird News is brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the Post through the Apocalypse. So check that out. It's on the feed anyway. Unless you've got this episode randomly. Who knows? If you're a listener from another dimension, welcome. Welcome. This is the weirdest stuff we found the last week or so on the net. And we presented to you in the easy to digest one after the other format. Can I just make a point? If we were talking to somebody that's come from out of space or something, we're saying welcome, should we not be saying it in French? No. Isn't French the most spoken language in the world? That's no. Mandarin. Oh, so is French the second? And then no, English is the English second. is way more... That's why French. English is the language of business, it's the language of air traffic control. Did it used to be? It used to be no. French though, didn't it? No. The French are really pissed off that it isn't, but no, it's... Because obviously you've got Canada, I'd imagine Spanish is French. Yeah, probably yeah, is. You look at the size of Africa, how many French-speaking parts of Africa there mm. are, and oh. all of Canada, obviously what about Spain? France. What about Spanish? You've got all of South America. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, maybe know. we should go with a bit of Mandarin, and English, and a bit of French and Spanish. Because I refuse to accept <laughs> that the Chinese have won in the future. <laughs> But no, you'd think, obviously, if we're welcoming extraterrestrials, that we want to be talking to them in our most spoken language, because that's more likely what they would Mate, pick up that we spoke. Voyager's got English on it. It's got all the languages on it. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's going to have to be pretty sophisticated. And I'm not learning to speak Mandarin just for the sake of fucking E.T. He can, he can suck my fucking glowing finger. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll all do it in Mandarin. <laughs> Let's not, let's not do that, no! Hang Ni on, Tawa! Oh, cue the 1970s casual British racist Chinese accents! <laughs> that was actually, that was, hello! Oh, right, okay. Then why have you taped your eyes so they're slant you wearing that bowl haircut? <laughs> Wig! What are you doing? Who are you, Sean Connery, in that Bond film? <laughs> oh, hello! <laughs> Man, that was racist! I forget which film that was now. Oh, forget it. Anyway, <laughs> let's start with a story. Woman marries Ragdoll, her mum made for her, and starts a family with him. Okay. Oh, God. Did she God. Start shame? I'm hoping she's not British. No, she's not. She's from Brazil. Oh, fuck for that. A woman claims to have fallen in love with and married a homemade Ragdoll, and now the pair have had a baby together. How? <laughs> Mental illness. <laughs> Melvin Rocha Morales says it was love at first sight when her mother first introduced her to Marcelo, a toy rag doll the older woman crafted. Her mum made the doll after listening to her complaints about being single and having no one to dance with. A whirlwind romance quickly ensued and the couple decided to tie the knot during a beautiful ceremony with their unique nuptials attended by some 250 guests. 250 guests? Marcella. Turned up for that shit. The 37-year-old describes family life in Marcella as wonderful, although she does admit her work-shy husband can be lazy. Because <laughs> he just sits in the fucking chair all day. Worst thing is, she looks kind of hot. She's 37. Send her a message, Pete. She's not particularly ugly or anything, is she? So what, what the fuck? She could be a complete fucking psychopath. Well, clearly. You know? <laughs> clearly. 
Why does a ragdoll look like a 1970s pimp? I don't know. Cross porn star. I kind of like his style. She said it was because I didn't have a dancer. I got these dancers who wouldn't always find a partner. Then he entered into my life and it all made sense. The wedding was a wonderful day for me, very important, very emotional. It rained a lot, but it was wonderful. From the moment I walked down the aisle to the end, it was just beautiful. Then went to the wedding night with my husband Marcelo. We enjoyed our wedding night a lot. Does he have a dildo? Obviously. I think he does. Since she had to drag him down the aisle and hold him up. He's he's literally on a fucking cargo trolley. (laughs) He's like Hannibal lectured up. Yeah. Listen, you know, see Hannibal Lecter, he's stuck to the cargo trolley. That's how Marcelo is, and she's just, oh my God. This is a surrealist nightmare. Recalling their wedding day, Miravina, who lives in Brazil, said it was a wonderful day for me. Very, oh, very important, very emotional. He's a man I always wanted in my life, and married life with him is wonderful. He doesn't fight, he doesn't argue, he just understands me. Yeah, Marcelo was a great and faithful husband. He is such a man, and all women envy him. <laughs> Not this one. Well, his dick never goes down, does it? However. <laughs> However, it is an already blissed a happy couple with Meravine, unfortunately left struggling to pay the bills as a sole breadwinner. Oh, she admitted he has so many great qualities, but the only downside is he's lazy, he doesn't work at all. But I am a warrior and I keep it going for us. Oh. Why couldn't he get a job as a crash test dummy? Mm-hmm. Seems ideal. <laughs> what the fuck? The newlywed spent a week-long honeymoon at Rio de Janeiro Beach House before welcoming a child together. The pair welcomed their doll baby, Marcelino, into the world on May the 21st, accompanied by a nurse and a doctor. Oh, my God. Some pictures here. She alleges her labour was pain-free. Well, obviously. (laughs) She live-streamed the home birth of her audience of 200 people. She added, it really upsets me when people say this is fake. It makes me so angry. I'm a woman of character. My father and my mother taught me to be honest, to be a good person, and not want to take advantage of anything. So hold on. She live streamed that. She, she, There's got to be. We've got to be able to find that on the internet somewhere. <laughs> sure. Did oh. she push that up herself and then give birth to it? Maybe. Well, that's what I want to try and find out now. Woman gives birth to doll. Let's go. It'll with probably that. just be her. Well, they're not going to show her. They're going to show us out of their badge. No, they're just going to get the nurse to pull her. We're not going to see the baby crone from underneath the sheet, isn't it? I mean, it's well, let's hope so. Why did I jump to the darker place? Think <laughs> so you charge people to watch it? Nah. Live stream. This is just, this is attention seeking of the highest order. She got as many as she could to watch it. She's just trying to make some money out of fucking Instagram. <laughs> Look at me and my ragdoll husband. It's like it's like weird. Russian man and his blow-up doll family. Mm. His blow-up doll harem. Sorry, his sex doll harem. 250 guests at their wedding? Would you go, Claire, to, if you knew someone was marrying a rag doll? Yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> so <enough>. would I. <laughs> See? Fair enough. Would you go? No. I don't um, like going to weddings as full stop as it is. Just like <laughs> congratulations and then like, you know. Shake his hand. Shake his <laughs> hand. Oh, you got it in for you tonight and you're like, she's actually, she's actually quite hot. Marcelo doesn't get a job as a crash test dummy. Lazy fuck. Lazy fucker. You know, so hey. Weird. All right. Let's break it down. No, let's move on. I'm <laughs> enough. 
<laughs> it's insane. <laughs> so is this actually? Bigfoot sightings. They could be hairy, inbred humans with bird feet and claw hands. What? <laughs> well, why not? This is on the Daily Star, come on. Andy McGraw claims that various folk tales similar to Bigfoot around the world, a giant swamp dwelling in Goloco in East Africa, or the mountain stalking Almasti of South America, could in fact be people born with physical abnormalities caused by inbreeding. He's well, a zoologist, they, by the way. He's they, not just some random man. Yeah. There was talk about feral people, basically, that went into the wilderness and small societies moved into the wilderness and because of complete inbred, they do have deformities, and but they're not clothed and they're naked and things like that and they've grown a lot longer hair over generations because they've had to adapt... Well, it's an interesting theory. I don't know if they're going to end up with... The problem is he's looking at it worldwide and going, oh, yeah, well, that could be that. So, well, all right, that's going to happen everywhere. There's Bigfoot signs, hasn't it? Yeah. And they've all got to get inbred in the same way. Yeah, and they've all got to be nine feet with hair from head to foot. And cool like, like that. He said it's possible the Galaco represents an example of an undiscovered inbred tribe. One only has to think of its claw-like hand featuring only a finger and thumb, to be reminding of the V-shaped feet of the nomadic Vodoma tribe, also known as the two-toed or ostrich-footed tribe. Which is why pictures on here is a bit weird, isn't it? That is weird. Hmm. Yeah. Andy explained the unfortunate condition results from a single mutation and has persisted within the tribe due to their small gene pool and their tribal law which forbids them from marrying outside the tribe. Now, when your kids are being born with ostrich feet, Maybe that's time to look at changing your law. Mm. Yeah. Especially when people come along and say, you know why this is? Mm. It's a bit stubborn, isn't it? Then again, who are we to mess with their way of life? Hypertrichosis, also known as werewolf syndrome, is a condition Andy proposes could be behind Almasti claims as it causes excessive hair growth on a person's body. It certainly seems unlikely that a community of humans so interbred that their physiological traits have begun to resemble a hybrid of human and simian characteristics could have managed to evade scientific discovery. As seen in other parts of the world, some uncharacteristic human societies have at least successfully avoided assimilation and detection in other parts of the world, such as the pygmies of the Congo. Well, mm. I, I guess it's a possibility. I mean, let's face it, I guess it's just as likely to be that rather than A, an interdimensional being. Mm. B, a completely undiscovered type of ape that we haven't seen. Or C, an alien. It's just as likely, isn't it? I guess. Probably more likely. Mm. 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 Well, wow, one that's actually made us think from the Daily Star of all places. Mm. So, man born without testicles gets one from his twin so his kids will have his own DNA. Couldn't he have just, like, his brother just jacked off in a tube for him? Nah. Wouldn't that have been easier than giving him a testicle? Yeah. But this man born without testicles may soon be able to father the children after receiving a donated testicle from his identical twin brother. Given that his twin's DNA is virtually the same as his own, this means that any DNA he passes on to his children will be a nearly exact match. 
The 36-year-old from Serbia was successfully given um, a donor testicle during a six-hour operation last week. The tricky operation involved connecting two arteries and veins together, which are less than two millimetres wide. Well, that's tricky. The testicle needs to be attached to the patient within two to four hours and connected to a blood supply before it comes unviable. This is only the third time this type of transplant has ever been carried out. My so point still stands. Why well, do you think if his DNA is virtually identical to his brother, just get his brother to jack off in a tube? Yeah, and then... Yeah, but as, as a man, you'd rather have your own testicle, wouldn't you, than rely on your brother to have a wank for well, you. Well, it's not your testicle, you're having your brother's testicle. Yeah, but you've still got, then, your own testicle. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you get a kidney transplant, it's, it's your kidney now. It's not still their kidney, is it? <laughs> no, like they eat a packet of crisps and you go... Mm. But it just seems like <laughs> it just seems it's, it's the long way round to if he wants kids. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a, an unnecessarily long way around it. I'd rather have my own bollocks though than oh, I mean, someone you've else. You've had your life without them. Thirty-six, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, he might have married a woman that's like. Well, I'd much rather have a baby in the proper way. Well, the only way I can do oh, that maybe. is get a new set of bollocks, and then maybe. his brother's gone. I'll give you one. It's convenient he's a fucking twin though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, the team successfully attached the testicles to the recipient and both patients are doing fine. Two members of the surgical team, Dr. Dickin Co and Dr. <laughs> Branko uh, Jovic. No way, Dickin Co. <laughs> that, like, that's fucking mental. <laughs> and the fact that they said two members mm. of the surgical team. But, well... They were also involved in the first penis transplant carried out in 2016 on a man who lost his penis to cancer. During that operation, he might have, the testicles were not transferred from the donor due to the fact that any transplanted testicles will also create the donor's sperm, meaning any children fathered by the recipient would be the genetic offspring of the donor. Uh So you're kind of right then when you say yeah. it wouldn't be your bollock, no. would it? So, yeah. Mad. So your body's making another man's sperm. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But at least yeah. it's your, your identical twin. Like yeah. I say, it's your identical twin, you're laughing, It's part you? of you anyway, isn't it? Yeah. So, because it's an egg that's split from the first place. I mean, it says further down that they did it on um, an army veteran who lost his testicles and scrotum mm. in Afghanistan. But the doctor... Jeffrey Kahn, Johns Hopkins Berman Institute of Bioethics, said that it's effectively a sperm donation without consent, and that shouldn't happen. But if I'm an organ donor, they can have my dick and balls if they want. That helps someone have a kid, why not? Mm. The wonders of modern science. Mm. I love it. It's good. I've seen this one, actually. I was going to put it myself. Dog-like creatures for walking on its hind legs outside zoo spooks officials. Dogman. Or a skinwalker. Skinwalker, skinwalker, skinwalker. Better than a skin eater. Yeah. Yeah, the skinwalkers. Yeah, skinwalker around, so the bollocks in it. Mm. As you know, we'll do an episode on it one day. Mm. That's one of my picks mm. for one time, yeah. Now, the snap was taken at night by an automatic trail camera pointed at the perimeter fence of Amarillo Zoo. Show me the way to Amarillo uh, Zoo. Uh, <laughs> This strange bipedal creature appeared to be walking around outside the zoo and social media began trading theories over what it was. Now, city officials are putting out a public plea for its citizens to help solve the mystery. 
A tweet from the official City of Amarillo account asked, Is it a person with a strange hat who likes to walk at night? A chupacabra? Do you have any idea of what this UAO, unidentified Amarillo object, could be? <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Uh, in a strange hat? Hmm. Could be a bloke walking around in a dog head. Yeah, is there a video theory. or is it just the picture? That picture's terrible. Let's have a look at it. Could be a furry. Yeah. Might might be right. Could the be a furry. The knees look like it's bent backwards. It's it's ever so. It looks like it, it's just squatting a bit, isn't it? <laughs> Having a shit. shit in the woods. <laughs> Don't you dress up as a dog when you go shit out in the woods, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, like the element of could you, you know, could you be caught? Could you be surprised? Uh, oh, you like the danger? I'm a danger, danger shit. Danger shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Obviously, chupacabras. Everyone know what chupacabra is? It's a little vampiric a dog, dog that sucks the blood. Uh, of goats. Yeah. Which chupacabra translates to goat sucker. In what language? In Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. So won't they? You know, it'd be when they're, where they're speaking Spanish then, no? Unless they're on holiday. Amarillo is in Texas. There's a Big chunk of Spanish speakers in Texas. Hmm. Is in Texas? I thought it was. No idea. I don't know. I know Amar- Amarillo from the song, so my, my knowledge is lacking. Yeah, all right. That's it, really? Yeah, strange. I mean, I'm going for Skinwalker. I'm going for Fairy. Claire? Bear shitting in the woods. <laughs> Pete? It's a werewolf. <laughs> all right. Well, we're all down for the cryptid thing, then. <laughs> God, we really are the <sighs> podcast of science and truth. <laughs> Above them, technically, the furries count as cryptids. No. Uh, perverts. <laughs> hey, they're not perverts. <laughs> they're just people with mild bestiality fetishes that they need to translate into their day-to-day lives mm-hmm. without actually having sex with an animal. Probably. <laughs> we'll do an episode of it one day. Furries. Mm, weird. Pete, didn't you say that one of your relatives is a furry? Well, in law. In law, can we get him on the show? No. <laughs> can he dress up in his costume and come and sit in? No. Aww. <laughs> no. Moving on? Alright, moving on. I'll mask my disappointment. 82 year old cyclist attacked by out of control cow, which passerby managed to fend off using victim's bike. That's metal as fuck, <laughs> fighting a cow with a bike. <laughs> An 82 year old cyclist was rammed by an out of control cow which then attempted to sit on him, was saved after a <laughs> passerby used the victim's bike to fend off the rampaging animal. The incident, which also saw the cow pitch another man headfirst into brambles, Ow. occurred at a towpath between Limington and Keyhaven in Hampshire on Monday. Of course it did, Hampshire, of yeah. course. On a towpath, down the, down the little canal, little idyllic setting, all of a sudden a cow just fucking yeah. goes nuts. Uh, Towpaths are narrow as well. Yeah. He's just grabbed the bike and gone, move! Get out the way! I mean, fucking twine trat it with it. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, we've got to get him on the show dressed in that. He's in a white wolf costume. Mm. Spent about a thousand pounds on it. Fucking hell. Get him on the show, message him, I want to find out about furries. According to the Livington Times, the cow, along with its calf, had escaped from a nearby field. Seemingly unaware of the agitated nature of the animal, which was attempting to protect its young, the cyclist continued on his way along the path. As the cyclist passed, the cow charged at him, throwing him from his bike and cutting his legs in the process. Oh no! The animal then attempted to sit on the injured pensioner. <laughs> 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 
fucking hell. Fearing that the cyclist was about to be crushed, 67-year-old Jeff Morton bravely began to use the man's bike as a shield to coax the cow away. Mm. It was scary as hell. I honestly thought the man was going to die, and possibly me too, Jeff told the local newspaper. The cow was black and must have weighed a ton at least. Bit racist. It was a big <laughs> What's the cow's colour got to do with this? <laughs> I know it was only protecting its calf, but it was out of control. I was walking my dog when I first saw it and stopped. Behind me were two young women, one with a baby. We all stood really still and quiet, but unfortunately the man on the bike didn't understand what was happening and rode near the cow. <laughs> it started pouring the ground like a bulldozer in a bullfight and then suddenly charged broadside at him. <laughs> His bike went up in the air and came down on top of him. The cow then sat on him before lying on him. I thought it was going to crush him to death. <laughs> 82 year old man fucking hell <laughs> shouldn't laugh but poor bugger yeah. well you know you can't blame the cow in this scenario no he's fine and he's feet cut legs and he's a bruised ego he's fine that'll oh, teach him yeah he's probably had worse in his 82 years he's probably a war veteran he'll be fine Cows can go crazy over the carbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some cows kill other other cows' carbs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, war veterans now, you're getting on 100. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Could be Korea. Did we send many troops there? 4,000 or so. Yeah, not many. Oh, come on, we've had loads of wars. Mm. We've had war every year apart from one, I think. 1967 is the only year that a British soldier hasn't died somewhere in combat. Yeah. Hmm. Only one year in the 20th century. Forever wars, man. Mad, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, and finally. Ooh. Okay, so how cannabis-fed chickens may help cut Thai farmer antibiotic use. Okay, cool. Mm. So scientists observed fewer cases of avian bronchitis and superior meat after chickens were given cannabis. <laughs> Is there nothing nice. it can't do? How uh, did they so, find that out? I mean... Well, academics at Chai... Some stone bloke giving Chang, to chickens. Chiang. So, academics at Chiang Mai University were also curious. Since last January, they have studied a 1,000 chickens at Onarg's Pathlana Organic Farm in Lampang to see how the animals respond when cannabis was mixed into their feeds or water. Yeah, they had a lot of excess cannabis leaves that are massed because they're growing medicinal cannabis. Mm-hmm. To Thailand! So the results are promising, suggest that cannabis could help reduce farmers' dependence on antibiotics, according to a professor <laughs> at university. Champnut Lumsang Kul, <laughs> an assistant professor at Chiang Mai University. Sorry, I was drinking a beer. <laughs> Department of Animals and Aquatic Science, who led the study. Champnut. Yeah, Chompunut, yeah. Chompunut observed the chickens to see what the impact of cannabis had on their growth, vulnerability disease, and see if their meat or eggs were different in quality, or if they contained cannabinoids. The animals were given the plant varying intensities in different forms. They were given in the water boiled cannabis leaves. Others ate feed which was mixed with crushed leaves. So yeah, no abnormal behaviour. Yeah, nothing that the chickens were thrilled. They weren't getting high or anything, basically. I bet uh, they were a little bit. No, apparently, because the leaves is only 0.2 to 0.4 yeah, percent of THC. Yeah, 
So it's not enough to make them high, but enough to get a bit of THC and the cannabinoids in their system, yeah. CBD and things like that, which is we've are very recently finding out more and more about it yeah, and being totally. used medicinally. So yeah, it makes sense. I think we should get the chickens high. Yeah. Hey, why not? Well, how's it benefiting them again? Well, it makes their meat tastier mm. and their eggs. It, they don't need as many they antibiotics. Don't need, they don't need the antibiotics because they've avian got avian flu. Yeah, they've nice. got. Yeah, they've got natural immunity through the CBDs and things like that. So I believe when they actually study it properly, mm-hmm. and I find out there's a lot of benefits to cannabis. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think there's a lot more benefits than they um, than they they either let on or know about. Definitely. Well, they can't study it properly, can they? Because it's illegal. Yeah, but I mean, even though it's being approved for like medicinal use slowly. It is, things are changing slowly. now, yeah. But, but obviously, the last ten years, isn't it, really? Yeah. Obviously, big lumber's grip on the fucking American government is lessening. Because mm. that's what it was, it was big wood. Well, it's, <laughs> it's because of people, 68% of Americans want it legalised for recreational use. Mm. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is that big wood, yeah. big lumber... Put the smear campaign against, against them back in the day, didn't they? Yeah. And alcohol companies. And alcohol companies put the they smear campaign. They fought it. Uh, they you fought had the, it got the, the ATF to be the yeah. They try and get the states try and legalise it. Because hemp obviously better than beer for you. Plus, you can make really great houses out of it. But the guys who are cutting down trees and selling the wood, they don't want you to grow yeah. your house out of hemp. They want you to buy their wood. Yeah. Big wood. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Cannabis for all. Yeah, man. Cannabis for all. If you're not that into it, no cannabis for you. There you go. Yeah, but imagine if like they'd legalise cannabis instead of alcohol. Yeah. You know, think of all the problems you have with with alcohol. You know what I mean? Not just health problems. You don't get stoned and disorderly, do you? No, you know, you know, a lot of people get violent and they get pissed and Mm. beat their spaces and things and. Have fights inside pubs. Yeah. yeah. For no it's reason. It's destroyed a lot of people's lives, hasn't it? It has. You know. Now, if it was cannabis that was legal instead, you wouldn't have half the problems, would you? Imagine, no. I don't imagine think. alcohol being underground. I know. Well, we're watching Boardwalk Empire at the minute, aren't we, Mike? That's weird. You know, even though everyone's still drinking, it's illegal. Mm. It's weird. The rich are drinking. Well, the rich are drinking. The poor have to... By that bootlegged shit. Bootlegging, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It's like moonshine. Well, I think that's the show. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post Through the Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and SoundCloud and podcasting platforms at Cutting the Ball in the PTA. And I'm going to say that I'm going to marry a ragdoll and have a little ragdoll baby and live happily ever after. And make lots of money off all... And so much noise in the papers. Papers, that, yeah. Hey, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force with you and feed the cannabis to the chickens. Yeah. You finally put something in? Yeah. It's going to be more. So I remembered for once. <laughs> wow, you are schooling up on the Jedi <laughs> arts, aren't you? Improving your memory. <laughs> At least at something. And I've been Claire. Hooray for testicular... What's it called? Transplants. Transplants, yeah. Hooray! Hooray! Testicle transplants for all. (laughs) I want an extra one just to make sure. (laughs) That would be fucking brilliant for a cheat. So you get a woman pregnant, it's like a DNA test. Ain't fucking mine.
It's his out there. You know. Which nut you're gonna spunk out of, Pete? Jesus. You get like a little peg implant of some sort no. that you can just like peg one of the tubes. <laughs> it's like, right, you're gonna have the well, you've got one, you've got one in three chance of passing the paternity test, don't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I like those odds. <laughs> and I've been Pete. Matt, you're just using it for evil now. Just <laughs> and I've been Pete. I want to eat some cannabis chicken. Yeah. I just don't see why his brother couldn't have wanked in a tube. It just seems like a lot of hassle and a lot of time from the surgeons when it's going to be the same DNA anyway when it's come from his ball or just his brother's spunked directly into a tube and they've okay, in vitro. No, no, I mean, they've got nothing to, no, Claire, you're right. It's fantastic for medical science. It's great that that can be done. It's not as fun. And they put it on a, on a war it? veteran and he's got the use of his dick and his balls back. That's amazing. But it's his identical twin. Yeah. Just wank in the tube and save yourself the hassle. Am I, am I just... Going off on one about it or what? Like Pete said, he wanted the ball, didn't he? He wanted. I know. It just seems like it's extra steps. Yeah, but you also get to have the sex and give her the baby. You know what I mean? Instead of just getting a fucking turkey baster and going, "Yeah, I love." <laughs> you still have the sex and no balls. Oh yeah, I know. But it'd be nice. Afterwards, to... you still got to use a turkey baster. Yeah, so you might as well be able to do it all in one for you and yeah. still feel like you've impregnated her. Okay. Well, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.